I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everybody. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog here. Get to the Sabres in just a second. Chris Trapasso coming up in 15 minutes talking bills and rookies and, yes, the draft. I'm ready for some draft stuff. I love to draft. And I love drafts in general. Pretty much the same thing. Want to <laughs> mention uh, Joe Ostrowski here. So on Thursday, he, he Joe, this is where Joe, I think, is like especially sharp. He is like, I think, not that I've ever met him, but I think he's the guy who is just, his eyes are always open to, like, if there's a sort of a new prop bet that's maybe you can get an edge from, or just like, he's kind of like always sort of in ready position, I think, Joe. Mm -hmm. Which I think maybe if you're like into, really into betting, you just need to be, to be good at it. Just like right on top of it. He brought up. On Thursday, remember this? The Patrick Mahomes prop to lead the oh, postseason yes. in passing yards? Yes. He's like, well, he only has 100 and something, whatever his number was against uh, Jacksonville, and he was hurt in that game. But Allen's out, and if they win, you know, here we go. Right. Philadelphia, like, Hurts doesn't you know, throw for 300 yards regularly. He threw for like a buck 20 yesterday, and they won. They blew him out, so yeah. Hertz is at 275 through two games. Mahomes is at 521, which is fourth. But the three guys ahead of him are all, all are all out. Purdy 569 is out. Mahomes should easily pass him if he stays on the field. Mm-hmm. Allen at 616. So Mahomes is 96 yards away from passing him. The only guy that matters is Burrow. And Burrow had three games. And his number is 721. Mahomes is exactly 200 yards behind Burrow. So if he throws for 201, that's a, that's a win at 8-1. to one. He's going to get there. Yeah. yeah, he's got it. Like, unless Hurts – like, if Mahomes throws for 201 yards, Hurts would have to throw for, like, 460. You know, what kind of game is that, by the way? Like, the <laughs> Kansas City is pounding the ball. There's running on Philadelphia, and the Eagles are out just launching bombs, like – I mean, the Eagles that can do seem that. Likely at all? No. Yeah. <laughs> if Hertz is throwing for three hundred, so is Patrick Mahomes. I'm pretty sure. Right. So, like, that's close. He's two oh. I don't know what happens if it's a tie, but if he throws for two oh one, I mean, his over under is going to be higher than that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's a great job. Eight yeah, to one. It really I, is. I, put, never, I and I had never even thought about that. No, me neither. Me neither. I put fifteen on it while he was talking. <laughs> like, oh yeah, you're right. Although yes, yesterday I bet Cincinnati live twice when they were losing, and that hurt. And then I looked at it; they had the ball in a tie, and I looked at it, and Kansas City was like plus one hundred five. I never saw anything too dramatic towards Cincinnati. Like they, they didn't have the ball late enough in good field position to like to get that. But I thought, like you know what, I could guarantee mm-hmm. that I don't lose here if I if I hedge this and just bet the Chiefs now. But yep. I decided not to do it. It just felt like since he 
because was going to get there. They just didn't. So yeah. those are the, the, those two bets go into a, a huge pile of bets in my life that um, made a lot of sense, but lost. Yeah. yeah, that's how that goes. It is how that goes. That <laughs> is how that goes. Yeah. Yep. Well, anything? Yep. Any story like this from yesterday? Good or bad? Uh, no, I, well, no, I, um, you familiar with the, uh, the bloodbath? Uh, that, that oh, would be, no. That, that would be a way. Well, you know, I, you know, John Rom. it all started with John Rom. but no, I, I, I had, I had bets, like, I, I had, I had everything covered, I thought, um, well before this game, like, so well before I even made the Rom bet, I, I decided what I was doing with football and, and none of it hit. So I, oh. you know, hmm. it was not a, it was not a great day. It happens. And, um, you know, the round collapse was, was pretty epic. So that was, that was the, the sharp move then, was to bet against him when it seemed like he was just all set. Yeah, right? He's the favorite, and it's even, – even Saturday, man, they really will. You're, you had, you, when I brought that up, I, I had round to win the golf tournament for people who weren't with us on Friday. Um, and I sort of fell into it not knowing the tournament had started on Wednesday, and his odds were preposterously large because he had a terrible first round. I didn't even know, and, but I bet it. Because I, I saw him and I knew he'd been playing well. I was like, okay. And then he got hot and it was really, you know, he had a real great look at it. Um, that buyout that we talked about, which was like 171 on Friday at 6 o'clock, got all the way down overnight Friday into Saturday before they started playing. It got as low as 113. And then as soon as they were on the tee, it went right back up to 171 again. Yeah. And so you had a friend that said, like, wait, you know, if you're going to buy out, don't do it now. And, of course, he started, he bogeyed one, and it never got to 171 again. And I was watching, and then I left the house to go meet Jeremy at a place five minutes from my house. And by the time we got to the place and got settled and got them to turn the golf on, he wasn't even on the front page of the leaderboard anymore. <laughs> like the from my house to this bar on Hurdle that we go to regularly. I mean, I, I was like, what? What? What happened? It's over. Jared's like, oh yeah, I was leaving. I saw he hit the cart path. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> you think you can trust somebody? I know, right? Best player <laughs> in the world. What? At the <laughs> farmers for cripes' sake? The farmers. <laughs> I still think they should play that tournament with farm, farmers equipment. <laughs> Farm equipment. So anyway, that's just uh, you know bad. I had a bad, uh, bad, bad start to the weekend on Saturday. Okay, that, and I never, I never. Not that it mattered. My, again, my football bets were all made beforehand, and I just didn't hit anything. So we, we inter- it turns out, did not talk about the Sabers here like I had meant to, um, but we definitely will. Another, they didn't win this time, but another uh, nice showing, I would say, in Minnesota. And now they're coming up on a break after one more game Wednesday night. We'll talk some hockey as we go. Chris Trapasso next, CBS Sports, Mike Schopen, the Bulldog, WGR. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero. Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. 
That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops. Playing that system that's not a system, but sure plays like a system leading up to the tournament. We're looking for that value with the daily dimes. We look for the gross lines getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. This time of year, baby. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.